Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. I think it's going. So the sooner we record this, the closer we are to Steve's Pizza. That's correct. I feel like we've done this before. We've done this before. Twice before, actually. We've done this, this a is lot. Our, this is our third annual yeah. live from a okay hotel room from Kansas City. This is a better hotel room. This is no, this is this the best hotel room you and I have stayed in no, together? No, the best one was probably in that Holiday Inn last year, but th- that one was across the street from the county jail. So you kind of felt secure, but you also knew who you were staying with. Mm, sure. I mean, people visiting their loved ones who've right. been wrongly accused. Wrongly accused. It's fine. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast, everyone. <laughs> we are coming to you live on tape. On, yeah. On digital recorder. Yeah. From Kansas City, Missouri. That's correct. My name is Joel. And I'm Steve. And this is a podcast. It is a podcast. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. Yeah, I didn't bring my, you know... Usual. We're recording actually live, like in person, like Joel's right here. We're sitting on separate beds. We are on separate beds. Like it's the, for now. Like for now. <laughs> like it's the uh, Leave It to Beaver show. Right, fifties, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're drinking some coffee. In the fifties, could you show? Could two men sit on separate beds in the same room on TV? I doubt it. I doubt it. Too. I d- I don't think in the fi- somebody needs to fact check this, but I right. I would assume that two men couldn't be in the same bedroom. On 50s tells. 50s Looking is, at each other in the eye having no a conversation. Way. No, no, no. Because that is... Of dubious natures. <laughs> that is... That is overly homoerotic. You know what I mean? At that... Perceived. Sure. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. We're starting out on a great foot. Why not? Let's dive right in. We are going to see Ween tonight. So. Yeah, so our, we're feeling a little randy. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. We're going to go see them ween boys. It's the Boognish Rising. It's yeah. kind of starting to cast its... It's spell. shine. Sh- yeah, that's it's right. Shine. It's shine. It's the glow. Shine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go hang with them ween boys again. Let's do it one more time. Mm-hmm. Could be the last time. What about ween? What about ween? What about them? What do you think of... My, my relationship with ween goes back to probably 1992 mm. in Lake Tahoe... Where I had basically moved to go to more Grateful Dead concerts. Mm-hmm. And I was knee deep into that. And all of the, I'll call them surf punk, snowboard punk yeah, yeah. people yeah. were into Ween. Right. Like the for, like the tapes and God, Ween, Satan mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. Maybe even, I don't know. And then the little bit that I heard, I was like, that, that sounds like kids huffing... With a guitar and a distortion pedal and a four-track recorder. That's what it was. Right. <laughs> and so later, like 96, 97, our friend Casey, very much into Ween. Yep. And and he played a couple things. I'm like, oh, they play, he played me a live cover of Ween playing Stella Blue. Oh. Which is a Grateful Dead song for years ago. And I was like... Wow. Mm. Okay, so okay, so that immediately got them ten points. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, I listened to more, found some live stuff and some videos. And what really kind of got it for me was the live in Chicago DVD, mm-hmm. which I think came out in two thousand three. Okay. And a lot of those songs, kind of like the Dead, like the studio albums, you're listening, like, no, nah, I don't think so. But yeah. live, it's a whole other thing. 
And I kind of started like, oh, I get it. Okay, yeah, cool. And then I went and saw them in 2005, and that is to date maybe the best concert I've ever seen. So my relationship with Wings started, yeah, early 90s with uh, Push the Little Daisies. And that was the popular thing. And I was like, this is funny, but it's like, I don't... I don't care. I was. Right, it was not. It was not for right. me at the right. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "This is kind of dumb." Yeah. And I think they probably think it's kind of dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. Right. But it now. Listen, I, I heard that song the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that fits in the whole weendom." But at the time, I was like, "It in just the seemed, oneness." Yeah, I just felt kind of kitschy and dumb, and I, I kind of didn't pay any attention to them until yeah, early two thousands. Casey, our Dear friend Casey, huge Ween fan. I think he burned me a copy of Chocolate and Cheese. Mm. That was like the first Ween. Well, I remember seeing that album cover and yeah. thinking, well, that's that's something. That's something I couldn't have bought with my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the but then the, the music inside of it isn't really congruous with the cover. Which is right on brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was Chocolate and Cheese that really kind of turned me on, I think. Spirit of 76. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, man, I like, filmed at Woolworths. <laughs> Boys to men still picking out the hits. That's right. So yeah, that was kind of the thing that got me on the Ween train, and uh, then it was the Pod. Oh wow! So I'm, I'm glad it was. Like, you went. You went from kind of could uh, maybe if you looked at it squintily, normal-ish mm-hmm. kind of pop oriented music to the pod yeah but it was there was some stuff in there that was brown enough which those of you that don't know what that means it's when ween gets really ween like really (laughs) ween weird they call it going you know brown 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 town and so yeah some of then i think it was casey probably that was like hey you need to listen to the pod and i was like uh that but i was already kind of the album after the oneness after god ween satan yeah so i think how that works though is that they recorded the pod before. Oh really? I think so. I didn't know that. Um, well, whatever the pod is, it's hard to listen to. Well, when, you know when you hear the lore of like they recorded this while huffing Scotchgard, right? <laughs> and it was I think Casey was like this the Scotchgard album. I was like, okay, that that makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and it should be noted that that was like 30 years ago. Dude, that's so... We've we've all grown up a little bit since then. They have. For sure, yeah. But yeah, the, your, your comment though about how like them live is a different deal. Like that's yeah. the thing, like Kirsten fucking hates Ween. Right. Right, like can't, can't do it. I said, I, I, she was like, have a great show tonight and I sent her... Uh, um, it's uh, it's going to be a long night. I sent her that song. She's like, you really expect me to listen to that? I'm like, oh, God, that's you funny. should. She hates them. But how do you hate a musical entity? Kirsten? Well, she just doesn't really... It's I don't even want to say she doesn't get it. Like, like I sent you this this morning, but when I played uh, uh, Dancing in the Show tonight for her, she's like, this makes me feel like I'm at the psych ward. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of it. Right, yeah. Like, you get to kind of be at the psych ward for a little bit. Right, yeah. But, uh... We're kind of... Put on some slippers, work on a three-piece puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Put the rubber socks on and just kind of <laughs> let the meds do their thing. Right, yeah. But them live is a total... I mean, these guys... That's the thing. It's like... The thing that has always 
excited me about Ween is that they consistently don't give a shit. Right. That's I've said that for years. They're very they, good, but they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit what you think, what we think. They are. <laughs> They're very Bob Dylan esque in yeah. that regard. <laughs> they are. They are like. Uh, and the fact they couldn't get away with that if they weren't amazing. Right, they're they're insanely talented. Yes, and they can fucking bring it. <laughs> yes, and they mm-hmm. just want to. They just want to do shit that amuses them, right. and then whoever wants to come along. Well, and, the, and I had this conversation with our friend Crazy Mark on the way out to Boulder years ago to see the dead, and I was I was playing some Ween, and you know he was kind of. I mean, Mark's very open minded, so he's kind of listening to it. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm like. The, the, the Ween and the Dead are very similar in the fact that they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They're going to go out and they're going to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, there's stuff, I guess, I guess if anybody is curious, if anybody's Ween curious. Live in Chicago. Live in Chicago. Yeah, watch that. It's great. It is great. Or chocolate. I would say chocolate and cheese. Are the yeah, mallets. for a studio album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, I, I would start with the with the live in Chicago DVD or video or however you watch mm-hmm. videos today. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's probably on YouTube. My relationship with Ween too is weird because it's not like I I don't I'm not steeped in Weendom. Like I love Ween, but I don't listen to them all the time. No, they're like this wonderful brain palate cleanser. For me. Yes, I think that's a good way to put it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's right. That's what I mean. That's really kind of what. That's how I see them. Mm-hmm. Because there's no um, defense from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just can't. Yeah. And for me, it's been, and I, I don't know if I've talked about this, but, you know, uh, uh, Gene Ween got sober a number of years ago, and uh, to, as far as I know, still is. Um, Dean, I don't know so much, but... Uh, I got to see, like, Gene literally, it's not his real name, his real name's Aaron Freeman, um, but uh, um, Gene Ween blew up Ween to get sober. Yeah, that's right. Um, kind of at the peak of their popularity, yeah. not that they really had any mainstream popularity, but he... They were consistently touring. Consistently touring, consistently banking audiences, and Gene blew it up, Aaron Freeman blew it up to get sober, mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, I saw him do essentially a solo show. He had a guitarist with him, but no drums, no bass at this uh, outdoor festival thing. He was the headliner one night, um, just singing Ween songs um, and some other stuff. He put out a solo album, maybe even two. Uh, but man, that was it was so cool to see that. That's when I really... That's when Aaron Freeman or Gene Ween went for me to being this kind of not cartoon like character, but larger than life. Like it really added a human element to yeah, the situation. That's right. when I really because I stood ten feet from him. Right, and he's he doesn't have the band behind him. He no band, Ween. no booze. Ween was Ween was essentially done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, they went on a, a a hiatus of indefinite length, right? You know, um, and so that he could get his shit together. Yeah. And I thought I, I mean, I obviously have a lot of respect for that. He made a hard decision that affected a lot of people, and said, "This is what I have to do. So mm-hmm. deal with it." Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and watching him play that whatever ninety minutes set he did, it was just really. 
heartfelt and he was very grateful that we were there obviously mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. uh because he took a huge risk and people still showed up and it was a very stripped down thing and it was just very human and so when the ween machine cranked up again um I mean, they haven't put out a new album in a long time. Yeah, it's like 2007, 2008. Yeah. So they're definitely just kind of going out and whatever, playing the hits, yeah. you know. But it's, uh, I, we saw them, what, 2017, 2018? 2018, at, yeah, at Pinewood Bowl. Yeah. And that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shows they're playing now are good. And it, so it's, they're not like... Uh, no offense to any Beach Boys fans, but they're not phoning in Barbara Ann for the fiftieth year. You know, like they're they're it's the the concerts are dynamic and still unpredictable and and big and big yeah big yeah. big sound big yes like that was the thing that surprised me when I saw them when I see them in Omaha at the Circle. Yeah. I was like I kind of thought of them as this kind of weirdly produced studio yeah. thing where they Which, kind of... that's put, what their albums sound like. But then they come out and they... Blast you. Yeah, they blast you. Mm-hmm. Side note about... You mentioned Barbara Ann. Uh, Kirsten... I have to say this because... Kirsten thought that the lyrics to that were Bopper Ram. Yeah. That's a common... Bopper Ram. Yeah. Bopper Ram. It's not Bopper Ram. Bopper Ram. Sorry, honey. <laughs> totally fine. You're not the only one. But it's called Barbara Ann. Maybe that wasn't... Maybe she never saw the name of the song. On like a 45. I'll give her that. It's fine. See what I'm saying? If you never saw it written out, Barbara Ann. I'm Why so not? stoked for Ween, man. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me. Yeah, it's going to be great. And for the two of you that are still listening... Yeah, this is bad because it's, it's like, okay, they're fucking it's talking about worse. the Grateful Dead. Now they're talking about Ween. Which is somehow even worse. Which is actually correct. <laughs> it is. It is worse. <laughs> it is worse. This is. That's the, like, Ween kind of lets you get into the, not the dark side. Not I don't mean it's dark. A, I don't mean dark in like a Marilyn Manson no, 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 kind of. No, no, no. It's a dirty little secret. Kind, kind of, of yeah. yeah. It's a weird. Yeah. Well, it's not even. Well, it can be dirty, but it's more. Uh, well, Kirsten's psych ward comment because it's just <laughs> yeah. like I think that's pretty apropos, just because it like that's like they really are very good at making music that is just enough outside. You're like, is this. What what what's happening? Should I enjoy? Oh, or like should I? It, it's enjoyable, especially some of it that's more like goofy. Is yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely goofy. But you always are teetering on that line of do I take what they're saying seriously or not? And then yes. you read some of the lyrics, you're like, this is really beautiful poetry. Yeah. And then, and then it's then it just gets really shitty. Then it gets really <laughs> shitty. Put the coke on my D. You know what I mean? It goes it goes from like. Fluffy clouds. Yeah, to... like yeah, or like th- like Tear for Eddie. I challenge anybody to listen to Tear yep. for Eddie and say that they're a joke band. They're right, not a yeah. joke band. They're or the artists like band. listen to that and tell me they're they're not a joke band. But no, you don't know whether it is a joke or not. Right. It rides that line between right. taking them seriously or not. Yeah, and also it rides the line of like, am I going insane right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what's great about it. It's kind of like the, the uh, I was trying to describe the uh, the Flaming Lips show. Oh yeah. To somebody, it's like it was like 
it was like a really wonderful fever dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just the whole experience was just mm-hmm. like when you, when you have a really bad fever and everything's just completely bizarre mm-hmm. and doesn't you know can't get a grip on anything conceptually that is concrete, mm-hmm. but in a way that was really enjoyable. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, I saw this quote about psychedelics, and I trust me, I, I'm going to connect it to Ween and, and bands like, The Grateful Dead or bands like Flaming Lips. Like, this guy was talking about how psychedelics are like, uh, like think about your mind like, like you're uh, at the top of a mountain, right? Huh. And to get down the mountain, you're using sleds or skis or snowboards, and you find the, the same grooves over and over mm-hmm. again, right? And psychedelics, or even listening to Ween as sort of a palate cleanser, yeah. it's like a fresh coat of snow. Right. So you don't know the right way down, and you can kind of go wherever. And it's yeah. like that's such a it's like a freedom and a and a joy in listening to that strangeness. Uh-huh. And they back it up with being really fucking good. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. So like it's really cool because like their live shows, kind of like the Grateful Dead, are are very different from their studio albums in a way. It's like, they're just going out there and being blowing it out. All these yeah. little weird trinkety brown songs that have all these effects, they they make it work for a live audience mm-hmm. in a big way. Mm-hmm. But it is like when, you know, when I put a, when a Ween song comes on my huge playlist, it's like, ah, yeah. Right. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, the Ween boys. Yeah, yeah, it's like, remember, don't take yourself too fucking seriously, right. man. Like, well, and that's, that, that is the thing that I really love about them is they've managed to pull, make a 30 year career out of not giving a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but they, give that, a, they must give a fuck enough to like do it. Yes. To like keep doing it. Well, they have to make a living too. That's right. Mm-hmm. But also like, well, I mean, Mickey's got his charter boat service. He's a fishing captain. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, really, what? It's not a bad way to spend a summer traipsing across yeah. across the country. They played Red Rocks last night. I mean, right. that's yeah, that's no that, small feat. It's not a small feat. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, we should uh, we should tap back in quickly after the show. Oh, that's a good idea. And tag this at the end, mm-hmm. or like put that at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else is going on? Is that blood on the curtain over there? It's very possible. Yeah, it's a nice place you got it's, here, man. It's a nice place. Like, the, this episode is brought to you by Marriott Fairfield Inn. Uh, the blood on the curtain is extra. Marriott. No, it's not. It's all included. I really... I'm not paying extra for the blood. Steve, you've taught me a great lesson. That bed bugs? Always check the corners of the beds when you come uh-huh. into a hotel room. Bed bugs. Yeah, man. It's real. So far, this room appears to be bed bug free. I think we're good. Yeah, our uh, friend Mike uh, works for Hyatt Place Hotels as a maintenance supervisor. And he told me lots of fun stories about bed bugs in a hotel that you wouldn't associate with bed bugs. And it's real and they're horrible. And PSA, everybody, check your beds before you drop your bags down. So what's the deal with the corner of the bed, though? Because that's, that's the dark place. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, I mean, that's I, where... I know what you're saying, but it's... Funny to you the corner of the bed is the dark. The bed. no the, the the foot of the bed flip up the corners of the sheets and if you see anything resembling a trail or brown spots, immediately turn around and go to the front desk and get the fuck out of get there. Get the fuck out of there, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I do that now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you've you've triggered this perfect intersection of my catastrophic thinking right. and my magical thinking that if I don't check it, then there it's won't gonna... be. Right. Yeah. If you don't or, check it, there won't be bugs. But if I no 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 like if Wrong. I don't check it, there will be. Oh. That's what you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you got to do it because so there won't be. Right. Yeah, I appreciate that. Sure. We both risked it on the coffee machine in the room, too. I'm not so, risking it. So far, it seems okay. Yeah. The, who doesn't drink that? They provide you with a coffee machine and coffee. What's your problem with the coffee machine? They don't get cleaned. Ever. I don't clean my coffee pot at home, ever. <laughs> yeah, but that's in your home. You don't know what's happened in this room. Oh, I know. I have. A, I, could take a, I could take a few guesses as to what's going on in this room. I mean... Yeah. I mean, you do. You kind of have to just like... It's a suspension of belief. Yeah, you have to just like, let fine. go. It's like, yeah. okay, I know this This room was not constructed and built for me for a one use. No, it was There's not. There's been other people. You'll notice... I mean, I checked the bed bugs and I, the coffee thing is suspect, but I didn't bring my black light. Yeah, that, no. You don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Plus, the way, I mean, like, whatever. I, I wear flip-flops. It's fine. I know somebody very close to me that's... Um, who shall remain nameless? She won't. She doesn't listen to this podcast, but uh, like she, there's a certain price point of a oh. hotel she won't stay under. You mm-hmm. know, like if it's below a certain amount of money, right? People do horrible things no matter how much they're paying. A hundred percent. It's not like the people that are. I think people that are paying more for a hotel room are more willing to do horrible stuff in them, right? Yeah, I think it's universal. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's just. A, I've seen the Hangover. I know how that goes. Yeah, you just. Spray everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Thanks for that visual. Oh, God. Uh, I've been listening to... Uh, I don't know if I like him or not. I don't know what to think of him hmm. or not. Theo Vaughn. Comedian. He's got a podcast. It's called... Who doesn't? This past, this past weekend. He also is a comedian. I watched his stand-up on Netflix. He's kind of this... He presents himself as sort of a... You know, he's from Louisiana. He's got a nice southern drawl, and he kind of he's really smart, but he kind of plays dumb. He's not like a blue collar comic guy or whatever, but he's weird, man. He's just like totally. I we'll listen to Theo Vaughn on the way home. Okay. He just like especially his solo podcast when he doesn't have somebody. Like I listened to one with Jim Gaffigan, and they went all over the place, but. He just, uh, he thinks of really horrible shit, and he's really funny, but I can't find whether or not he's, I don't know where he sits. And that's kind of nice. Like, I don't know where he sits on the political spectrum sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, that was kind of a, that's the coffee talking. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Well, listen, to, the last time you played a comedian for me on the way home, it was Mark Maron, and look where that ended up. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was like 2013 or 2014. Did probably. I play you a stand-up? No, you, yeah, Thinky Pain. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll listen to some Theo Vaughn on the way home. Okay. He's great. He's well, goofy. Well, you're not sure he's great. Well, I mean, he's he makes me laugh. I see. But you're not sure if it's okay that you laugh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's and I think he, he does ride the, like, inappropriate line pretty well. Well, you have to to be a good comedian. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. great. He's funny. I would rather have the inappropriateness kind of on the front of it than hidden in the, you know, uh, serial rape situation. Oh, right. <laughs> like the squeaky queen jello commercial yeah, 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 when yeah, he's yeah. doing horrible things yeah, yeah. backstage. Yeah. 
front load the, the horribleness. Yeah, give me the horrible. Yeah, it's fine. I can handle it on the front end. Especially if it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. And if they mean well. I think he does. <laughs> He's just really out there. Hmm. It's funny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like uh, I listened to... Uh, um, What's Willie Nelson's son's kid's name? Lucas Nelson? Lucas Nelson. Willie Nelson's kid. Not, well, not Lucas Nelson's kid. Lucas. Yeah, I listened to... Speaking of Marin, Marin interviewed him. and Oh, really? Yeah, it was great. Um, he's an interesting dude and uh, seems to have a pretty good grasp on um, like where his place in is in his father's legacy. Well, because when... So he... When we when I saw Willie, his son Lucas was Lucas, there with him. Right, correct. He kind of takes over mm-hmm. and fills in the williness when Willie can't Willie. Right, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and he's aware of that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and also just like he, like he doesn't seem like. I mean, he's the he's the son of a superstar slash living legend. Yeah, you know, which can put the zap on your head. But he, he has original music, too. Right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Promise of the Real, and he played yeah, with yeah. Neil Young. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But his comment, he made a comment that I thought was really poignant. Poignant? Poignant. At the end of the interview, which is, you know, they were kind of wrapping it up, and he said, basically, what I feel like I'm doing now is uh, parallel or similar to what the, the orchestra was doing in the last hours of the Titanic. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Which is just trying to distract people and let them have a good time while the boat goes down. And he, he's saying that about his father. No, he's saying that about the world. The world? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. I I equated that to, like, Willie's Willie. fa- you know, failing. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe, that, maybe that was it, but that wasn't the way I took it at the time. Yeah. In the context of the larger conversation. You got a freaking... Is it a street cleaner? You got a lawnmower outside. Are you serious? Yeah, man. And a weed eater. Yeah, weed whacker. Hey, guys, this is what it's like when you're on the road. You just... It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. I mean, you're going to have some weed eaters. You know what I mean? You're going to have some... (laughs) Got to get some (laughs) hop-ons. That's an intense statement, though. Like... Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, to think about yourself as an entertainer, knowing full well and being aware that the world is not boiling. Great, yeah, boiling. Um, actually, quite literally, based on the research that was just published uh, this week. Yeah, you showed me a pretty disgusting graph. It's not disgusting, it's disturbing. That too. Yeah, like really, really bad uh, trends in the in the ocean temperatures. It's higher than they ever predicted. Yes, and alarmingly so, and alarmingly quickly, with no sign of turning back. Yeah, whales are astronomically beaching themselves. Orcas are bumping off boats. Yeah. Dolphins are. And they not- mentioned that in that article that uh, that the increased temperatures can make those creatures more aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it also gets in, I mean, it's just a cascading shit show of doomsday scenarios as the sea levels rise and the glaciers melt and fall in and the water gets warmer, then that disrupts the food chain, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, on and on. It's the butterfly effect, basically. Well, yeah, and the... The corals are dying. Well, that's, that's the thing that, like, really, the, the cognitive dissonance of folks that are climate change 
ignorers or deniers right. that are on in the same breath will complain about immigration or right. refugees. It's like we are going to have insane amounts of, of climate refugees mm-hmm. in the coming 20 years mm-hmm. that, you know, you're just you're complaining about refugees, but at the same time, you also don't think that climate change is actually real. Well, it's so, not. The refugees just need to stop being poor and desperate. Yeah, and being criminals and wanting to ruin our... Take, they're taking our jobs, Steve. No, they're not. They're taking our jobs. They're doing the jobs that white Americans don't want to do. Yeah, climate refugees and climate immigrants and that whole drought, like famine and all of that is... is Yeah. We're just... That party's just getting started. That'll be fun. Yeah. Good times. Right. So that's, you know, I think why it's important to uh, go get weird every once in a while. Get your yayas out. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go see Ween. Or whatever. Or whatever you're into. Porchapalooza. Oh, yeah. This isn't going to be out. This probably won't be out by Porchapalooza. Yeah. Well. Maybe. I might get it out tomorrow. Maybe. You got a lot going on tomorrow. I got a lot going on tomorrow. Um, so, yeah. Well, so by the time you guys are hearing this. We will have been at Porsche Art Palooza. Yeah. Which is a cool thing that's happening in Lincoln. Gomez Art Supply puts mm-hmm. that on, correct? Uh, sure. I'll take your word Gomez for it. Gomez Art Supply. I, I, know that, I know that our friend and past guest Jack helps put it on with our friend and past guest David Gracie. Right. At and Jack's house. Jack is curating an ambient country playlist. Oh. And Last year's playlist was pretty sick. Was Jack it? did. Jump was it specifically drums in space? No, it was songs. Okay. Yeah. No, he had a. I in fact, I was looking at the playlist this morning. I found it. I saw it in my desk. Oh yeah, I totally listened to that all the time, and uh, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> but it's cool. Like the whole near South area of Lincoln, mm-hmm. like people just have little art galleries on like porches. S- Thirty-five. There's a lot. Yeah. It's a really. Cool I think thing. last year I think we went to three of them. You can't go to all of them. Right. Yeah. We went to one, this woman had this, like, <coughs> she just paints stuff all the time and just had boxes of these really cool, wild paintings. Like, it wasn't even, like, gallery curated. It was just, like, boxes some of, of them were sitting out, but she just had tons of these canvases she just <coughs> would paint on. And, yeah. I got one uh, where they, you could do your own printmaking, and I made a robot. Really? Yeah, it was really cool, and we framed it. It's up in our house. It was, it was at Porch Art Palooza. Yeah. At Porch Art Palooza. Pluvza. Coffee's so, kicking in. So it was like live art making. Yeah, yeah. They had a little printing thing and you just made your own you made your own uh, prints. You could interchange little blocks and Oh I see. So you didn't draw like draw no, the robot. No, like, they had the they had the plates already etched and uh-huh. then you just put the ink on it or put the ink on the thing. However you wanted it. And then pressed it and you could take it with you. Oh that's cool. It was very cool. You made art. I made art. You're right over there? I don't know. You mean like immediately or in the larger sense? Well, you're coughing up a lung. Yeah, it's not great for the podcast. Neither is the weed eater outside of our window. We're literally in the basement of this hotel. Joel's going to pick up. I'm taking... <laughs> I want you all to really hear this. It's, there's a mower outside. Of, there's literally a dude outside of our window. <laughs> It doesn't get any better than this one. Hey, what do you want for nothing? That's showbiz, baby. That's right. That's showbiz. <laughs> it's a long way to the top. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a photo of that. Maybe you should wave hi to the guy. Maybe you should offer him some water or some coffee or something. <laughs> I got it. Cool. Well, I feel like now's a good time to just to say we're going to Minsky's. We're going to Minsky's Pizza. Yeah, and we'll see you after the show. Oh boy. Right? Strap, we'll talk about Ween some more. Strap on. Strap on that jammy pack. That's right. All right, later. Bye. That's it.
Okay, man. So, what are your thoughts on the show? Uh, it was epic. 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 Yeah. So this Reese's ice cream sandwich thing you got me. Are we recording right now? Right now. It's live. We're doing this. Joel's naked. I'm not naked. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, Winnie the Pooh in it. I just have a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was epic. That was an epic show, and I'm so glad we went to that. Yes. It was amazing. It was amazing. I uh I am blown away by the the largeness of those one, two, three, four, five people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sound. The sound. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome sound. It's an awesome sound. It's definitely it went down. It went down. Uh yeah. No, it was Really great. Mm-hmm. All I can think about right now is eating the ice cream sandwich that I haven't eaten yet. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Uh, quick, though, the pizza, Minsky's. Oh, yeah, I've got cold pizza to eat, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to eat that ice cream treat. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's only... What did you say about Minsky's when we were leaving there? Oh. It's not some damn hipster... No, it's... No. No. I mean, we, if you it, want, like... It's a legit... It's not like deconstructed pizza, and it's not like you're not sitting at like metal tables. You don't like get a slice like fucking half, pizza place. It's a pizza place. Yeah, but it's good. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very good. Mm-hmm. And they have Beyond Meat that I can put on the pizza. And, and I got this sausage thing that was out of this world and it's really good. Yeah. Uh, so today's episode is brought to you by pizza. <laughs> I mean, Minsky's. <laughs> We're not high at all. <laughs> I might be a little high. Um, we were standing next to a lot of people getting high. So yeah, you can do that in Missouri legally. So It's called a free lapse. Right. It's a freebie. Um, so, yeah. And so this this podcast has been brought to you by Live Music, Ween, Minsky's Pizza in Kansas City, and Reese's uh, Peanut Butter Cup Ice Cream Sandwiches. Yeah, that I'm very excited about that. Yeah, you should be. It was really good. Okay, everybody. We did it. We did a concert, everybody. We did a, we did a thing, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
inside me Never wants to choose to me Doing stuff that you need to
Don't forget, toot your hooter.